Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 284 of Explode Your Expert Business Show, brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. And today we are talking about the power of spoken word poetry with Samira Saini. Before we go into that and looking at really how can we uh, become a better human being using the power of the spoken words, uh, let me tell you something about this topic just to to get straight uh, to get straight into it. Uh, a few years ago, I made a decision where. I decided not to complain uh, anymore about what was going on in my life. After realizing that uh, our words, what we say, what we think, has such a huge power in the way we perceive the world and the way we live our lives. And I think this episode is very linked to that decision that I made a few years ago. Because uh, words have the power to make you or break you. To make other people or break other people have the power to convert someone to a new client or to push them away and never uh, buy from you again. So it's really important that whatever you're writing, whatever you're talking about, think about it. Think about what I what is the message that you want to communicate? How do you want to communicate that message? What do you want to manifest into reality? Because if you have that in the back of your mind, Whenever you're creating something new, you will find incredible things happening to your life and your business as well. So I wanted to give you my first tip linked to this argument, linked to this topic, uh, even like before we get started. So having said that, uh, let's go and uh, meet our guest. If you don't know about who Samira Saini is... Uh, Sammy Rhymes is a London-based and raised international spoken word poet and voiceover artist. She has performed and headlined at a number of venues across London for public and private events. She performs at open mics and has been on local radio as well. Uh, February 2020 saw her perform poetry in Malaysia and release her first publication, 20-something. Through her rhymes and poetry, she encourages voiceless people in their community to speak up and take action. In fact, in this episode, we talk about how poetry and spoken word can be used as a form of release, the power of words and how to use them to become a better person, and importance of releasing to live a better life. So that's immediately what we are talking about today. Now, before you enjoy the rest of the episode, and by the way, if you want to see um, all the video of the interview and read the transcript, get the bonus resources, visit www.gtex.org.uk forward slash 284. So gtex.org.uk forward slash 284 for the transcript, the video, and all the bonus resources. But before we get started, before we get into the episode, let me remind you about something. Uh, Samira is one of our Profile Builders member and client. And the reason why she joined is because uh, she understood the power of getting featured and building a profile to building her business. 
And the more you're known and the faster you will grow your business. And one of the best ways to get known in your field and build your profile and get featured on medium publication um, is, is one of the best ways. But finding the right publication can take ages. And how do you connect with journalists and podcasters in the right way? How do you follow up to get the most out of every feature that you have? And this is why my team and I have spent an entire month and more than £2,000 consolidating four years of data on global publications that are looking for contributors like yourself. We have created the Ultimate Publicity Bundle, where you will get access to a curated database of more than 500 media publications that are looking for contributors, 100 podcasts that are looking for guests, my templates on how to connect with journalists, and my follow-up framework to maximize every single speaking opportunity that you have. So check it out. We have a, an offer available at the moment, and you can visit Publicity bundle so gtex.events forward slash publicity iphone bundle so gtex.events forward slash publicity iphone bundle or you can scroll down and you will see it in your show notes make sure you get it right now and uh, then uh, uh, you will thank me later <laughs> when you will see your profile blowing up now it's time to get started with the interview enjoy this episode which is 284 the power of spoken word poetry with Samira saying. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. And today I'm here with the one and only Samira Saini. How are you doing, Samira? Hey, Simeone, I'm doing great. Thanks, yourself? I am really well. Thank you very much. Uh, I mean, there is n- uh, I- I'm here. Um, not, not many places to go, uh, <laughs> but I'm having a great time actually recording so many interviews and connecting with great people. In fact, before we talk about uh, the importance of poetry and healing and how the two can be combined together, it's a really fascinating topic. I asked during this lockdown period, I'm asking a question to every guest, which is, uh, what is uh, the biggest learning that uh, you got about yourself? Biggest thing you've learned about yourself during this lockdown period? That I hate being those. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I generally like struggle to find like inspiration when I'm indoors. So I feel like every time I pop out for my one walk a day, which I'm allowed, <laughs> this is where I get my inspiration back. Um, and with poetry in itself as well, a lot of what I write about is based on experiences. And let's be real, I ain't got much of a life right now. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm not finding that much inspiration um, during this lockdown for that reason. So, yeah. have, you, have you always been this way? Oh, definitely. When I used to live at my mum's as well, she used to say, oh, Samira, you treat this place as a bed and breakfast in and out. And I said, yeah, because I just like to keep myself busy. And I've also noticed I'm more productive the busier I am. Um, so it's interesting um, when you put things into perspective to see how you operate um, when you are in such situations. So for but you, like, that is slow, slow, take it easy. That, that doesn't work for you. No, I like to get things done. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a project manager by day. Um, so for me, it's all about ticking things off and getting things done. But I don't feel like, oh my God, I've got all this free time all of a sudden. I feel like that's a good thing and I can get more stuff done. Um, but at my own pace now, I'm being more present right. rather than having to rush and get to A to B so quickly. I'm doing things, I guess, with more attention. Um, and it's more enjoyable doing things that way sometimes. It's good to think more, you know? 
That's that's what I found. I mean, uh, for us, it's been a really uh, uh, a very interesting experience because for the first three weeks, I didn't have any time to sleep because mm-hmm. um, uh, running all these events, we had to reschedule about 150 events. Uh, all the corporate clients that were canceling, uh, we had a rough two, three weeks. Now things are getting back on track. Uh, we are restarting conversations, but um, it has been, I didn't even have the time to think about is there something changing out there <laughs> and now, fi- now finally i can see okay i can i can actually think and process yeah. what's go- what's going on and uh, um for I some love- people it's, it's a big change but not for everybody uh, some people are used to working from home all the time anyway so it doesn't really impact them too much but it starts to hit you after a while like wait a minute <laughs> this I is not go- normal <laughs> i want to go out <laughs> I miss humans. <laughs> uh, so th- thank you for sharing. And um, I'm, I'm sure that you voiced what many people that are listening right now are feeling as well. In particular, the more extroverted type of people, uh, the more introverted they're like, oh, welcome to my world. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like I've been waiting my whole life for this. Uh, <laughs> which then goes out to how people experience the world in a different way. Yeah, I know you have a big passion for poetry. And, I do. And how did how was that passion born for you? You know what? It's so random. It started off in school, and I was like nine years old. I entered the competition, and I randomly won, and I got my poems published then. And I tried it again, and I got another poem published at ten. And I was like, okay, this is random. But then, when I got into high school, my passion for poetry turned into more spoken words. So I used to love listening, rhyming and just listening to audio and beats and just using that as a release mechanism. So whenever I used to have a thought, I would typically try and rhyme it. It's weird. Um, So it's been powerful in different stages in my life where I may have struggled um, or gone through time, a hard time. I felt that it was easier to release that through rhyme. So Mm. call it poetry, call it rap, call it whatever, spoken words. For me, it's been a form of release and healing. So it's, it's just part of my life. It's something I do on the side, yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's fascinating. Is there someone that inspired you or um, something that you were reading that said, oh my God, I love this so much? Or is something that was born naturally, like inside you, you just felt it without external inspiration? I wouldn't say um, nobody inspired me. No, there's always artists out there. But in terms of why I write, I wouldn't say it's because of someone in particular, rather Mm -hmm. due to a number of things that have happened in life. Uh, Whereas in terms of artists, there are so many. It's not just poets. I'm not someone who goes to a spoken word event, listens to a poet and say, right, I want to be like that person. No, it's all about authenticity and speaking your truths through, through that poetry for me. So that's what's important for me. Um, you, you mentioned the importance of uh, poetry and healing. Uh, we're going to dig deeper into this topic throughout the, the interview. One question I have for you is, uh, do you have something like an episode that uh, you would like to share um, where poetry helped you go through maybe something that was very difficult to go through in your life? Yeah, I remember one time when I picked up um, Spoken Word, was, for example, in uni. Um, that was quite a hard time for me because I changed my way of life. I became Muslim and um, my mother stopped speaking to me. I got a very hard time. I started, you know, losing a lot of friends and close people around me. And 
it was quite a challenging, I guess, transition of my life. Mm-hmm. And that in itself was, a, I remember one of my friends, a couple of my friends in uni say, you know what, you should write about it. You used to do poetry. Why don't you pick it up again? So I wrote mm-hmm. a piece called like how I embraced the Dean and my journey to, to Islam. And it felt great. And then I kept writing more and, you know, performing more. And I've also done a lot more pieces more recently, which have had an impact on other people. So there's a difference when you write for yourself Hmm. and also when you write for others. When you can relate to things that are common um, issues in the world, then you can definitely share your message and impact people. So very recently, I was asked to write a piece about like mental health. So I wrote a powerful piece called Self-Harm, for example. Hmm. And a lot of people are Mm self-harming, committing suicide and all sorts. And... When I performed that, the reaction from people were a bit, you know, it was a bit crazy. I had a lot of people messaging me like, oh my God, I felt that you stopped me from going ahead to commit suicide. I'm not, and I'm talking to somebody about my problems. And that for me is impact. And I like it when it has my poetry has a positive impact on people. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why I keep going. Because again, there's a, there's a difference between writing for yourself just to release and just put things down on paper. And then writing to share to an audience with a view to impact them too. When you write uh, or when you compose something, do you have always your audience in mind or someone else in mind? Or do you sometimes just do it for yourself? Still like a mostly, mostly for myself, 100%. Um, so it's, again, it's the healing process. I love rhyming. I find it therapeutic. So for me, um, unless I'm commissioned or asked to come and do like a headline set, then very rarely would I just say, right, I'm writing for an audience. Um, but if I'm sharing what I'm going to write, it's because it's worth sharing. Some mm. stuff I feel like it's not worth sharing. Then, then people say, oh, you know what? It's good to be vulnerable. It's good to show that side. And, and they love that because they can relate to that vulnerability. And that's where the truth is, got you it. know? Yeah. And everything I write has got truth. And it's always about a real life experience. You know, I might not always speak in first person, but it might relate to myself or someone around me um, in what I say. So, and you, I guess authenticity and truth yeah. is what. what uh, have, you, have you ever found uh, like a moment uh, where you had a doubt before, maybe you, you, you wanted to, sh- you wrote a piece that was uh, very meaningful to you. And it was the moment to share that piece or to publish it in your book. And you say, oh, I'm not really sure about that. And, and the reason why I'm asking this question is because uh, um, every time we are putting ourselves in a vulnerable position, I mean, we are using, uh, thinking about the spoken word at this time or poetry, but yeah. some people might be listening and they want to run their courses, run their seminars, or even like go and speak about something that happened to them but they don't feel comfortable or they don't, or they feel scared about it. Did you have that happen to you as well? Yes. When my book was going for proofing, for example, there's always this fear of once it's written, it's written, you can't take it back. Right. So um, I think I was definitely a lot more cautious with, um, with the book Mm. and the content. And I ended up pulling quite a few pieces. Um, But then some pieces I was like, you know what? this could still benefit someone. So I'm going to keep that in there. I think there's just a difference in the way in which you write it. You're not going to start naming people. You're not there to offend, but you're there to get your message across. And as long as your message is still there, then release it, you know, because you can't regret sharing your truths. Any piece of advice for someone that feels resistant to sharing their truth right now? Um, 
don't hold back put it down on paper and if you feel that there is something within that truth that you want to eliminate for example a name then do it mm. and speak in third person but don't distort your message right so there are many ways in which you can share it that's definitely one and it is important remember when you are sharing something that is dear to you something that is important to you some people there will be a lot of other people that are going through what you are going through and you are voicing their situation you give them hope even without you noticing that um I did that to the beginning when I took a leap and started talking about my issues with food and uh, eating addictions. Mm. And that's where my first media appearances. I was scared because I was like, wow, well, now the world knows that I am perfect. It's <laughs> 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 like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so it's not a surprise, but uh, there was that moment where I, I, I did always my best to put that up, that facade that, you know, everything is cool i don't have any problems uh, and uh, uh, and sometimes you feel better as well when you've kind of released and oh my it doesn't God, always yeah. have to be for the world but you feel like there's a weight coming off your shoulder when you yeah. share your message and when people react and say you know what me too that also touches you because it's like okay i'm not alone with this mm. um so you feel better in that sense you know it, it's all about impact using words be it through poetry, be it through, through being a speaker or um, a writer, whatever it is that you do, you know, never stop sharing your message, I would say. What's the title of your book again? It's called 20 something. Um, it's like a collection of poetry and rhymes for those good and bad times. I feel like your 20s is a decade where you experience a lot of things. And I felt like I was coming up to the end of the um, era. So I thought it was a perfect time to release it on my birthday, you know, just to like go back and look at a flashback. And it, you don't have to be in your 20s to pick up the book. I've had people purchase the book across the globe and from different age groups and they told me they can relate to it. So that just goes to show there definitely is at least a piece in there for everybody because I'm tapping onto topics that are relatable to everyone. We have, we haven't agreed this upfront, but is that okay if we read a piece at the end? Like yeah. you can choose, a, you can choose one. I would sure. love, I would love to hear one of your one of your poems. Absolutely. Uh, uh, thank you. I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So if you're listening right now, make sure you stay until the end, so then we can <laughs> uh, we can hear one of the poems. Mm, I want to talk more about the healing impact of uh, poetry, spoken word, sharing your message. What's healing about that? So let me just take the whole writing and rhyming process down for itself. Mm. We can think about a lot of things in our head and that can drive us nuts. Um, literally, if we don't speak, <laughs> if we don't, I think it's very important to release sure. things, even sure. on a day-to-day -day basis. If you've got things to do, write it down, you know, because then you can tick it off and see your progress. If you keep everything in your head, um, you know, you will never feel like you're progressing you'll always think oh it's just another thing in my head mm -hmm. so for me when I started writing down my feelings my thoughts it started to help in the sense that I've put it down on the paper I've taken it out of my my soul I've shared it and when I was ready to share with others I shared it with others too and when people said they could relate then that's also a good thing right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's healing simply because you're letting go yeah. you're letting you're releasing it and putting it elsewhere and you're taking it outside of your head and you're putting it on paper you're putting it you know to an audience you're putting it out there 
and you never you no longer feel like it's something that's trapped in you um and it's healing for that reason you know because you've got rid of it kind of um yeah it's not anymore in your is not anymore in your uh, in your system is it so it's a, it's, a, it's the principle of journaling that's what i'm hearing you saying is the principle of Absolutely. putting yeah. putting things down uh, on paper to give them put them out to outside of your system give them another form another reality now if someone uh, maybe is interested someone is interested right now and uh, said actually I, I would love to um write something in rhymes uh, what's the is there any difference from like traditional journaling or to, to create something which is a bit more artistic or uh, i'm thinking more about the process just to understand the process that you go through while you are creating something you, well, you know i have this conversation with a lot of poets about how they write how they learn how they memorize their yeah. pieces and we're all different in our approach like um, if you go to a typical open mic night and you listen to five poets, they'll all share messages. Potentially, let's say we're all given the same topic to talk about. They will all share the same sort of message, but in a different way hmm. based on their experiences. And it will still be relatable. You can have someone who's very flowy in their approach, someone who loves rhyme and someone who just writes like a storyteller, but doesn't have any rhyme. And it doesn't matter how you do it. Art is art and, you know, words are words and they can be used so many. There's so many words in the dictionary and we all can bring them together in a different way to create, you know, a powerful message. So mm. I wouldn't say there is a, a particular process. For me, it's the rhyming and the audio in particular that I love and that I find therapeutic. So I might find myself recording or, you know, reciting the audio and creating my rhythm and, and then releasing it. In fact, I rhyme before I write. So everyone, everyone is okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like kind of recording it first, uh, rhyming it first, and then writing the piece. And then writing it down. Yeah. I might have a line that comes to mind. So the rhythm's there and then I put it down and then the next one comes down and I put it down. So everyone literally has a different approach. Some people, they write and then they're like, Oof, I've written so much. Um, <laughs> and I find that my inspiration tends to come in the most randomness of places. It could be in the middle of the night or... Um, mostly like outside in nature or like when I'm on a moving vehicle commuting normally to work for example I find myself getting inspiration to write or um, when I was on holiday recently in travels I, I wrote mm. so much I was like I'm, I'm in a good space right now I'm you know I'm writing yeah, and it's great and then you can also go through writer's block which is you know where you just don't okay. feel like writing so how, how do you deal with that when it, when it happens to you do you know what? Writer's block, you just have to force yourself to keep writing anything, even if it's not in your traditional way of um, putting things okay. down, because it will come back to you. All it takes is a minute of inspiration. It might be that you might write one line or two lines on, mm -hmm. on a day rather than, you know, a whole poetry piece. And then you might go back to that one line when you are inspired and be like, hey, that, that's now a prompt for a piece that I'm going to write today. So mm -hmm. I would say whatever you do just keep on releasing be it a little or a lot because you never know when that could become a plot that didn't rhyme <laughs> but but basically yeah you, you, you never know it could it could you know create something um at a later date mm. um but for me it's more about releasing so just make sure you get it out um because then if you don't 
it might go completely. If you stop writing, you never know. I wouldn't say you lose your ability. It's mm-hmm. like learning to ride a bike. If you've done it once, you probably will uh, learn. You know, you always know how to do this yeah. skill. Well, but practice, it's almost you know? it's almost like a rhythm it's almost like when you are if you're working out or going to the gym um mm-hmm. even going there even when you don't feel that's the last thing you want to do so oh my god i need to go to the gym right now i need to do this but the moment you lose that day or the moment you lose that practice even if you're stopping for a month then it's a hundred times harder to get restarted instead of if it's okay let me just do even if i go there i go to the gym and i do 10 minutes mm. that's all i do yeah that's all i feel like doing still better than nothing um absolutely mm-hmm. I, i'm uh, i'm doing something similar like my creative process is music um uh, i play didgeridoo and uh, i've started uh, now really taking seriously another instrument which is the hang drum um mm. it looks like a ufo and it does like a very it's a very i don't know if you've ever seen that instrument mm, it's like the a metal yes. the hang drum oh no uh, well there it's like so a, many- yeah so it's a metal it looks like a ufo literally right and <laughs> it has a very healing sound okay and it's a metal instrument and you tap in the different notes and then it will do like dun, 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 dun. it's similar to a steel drum yeah yeah okay similar cool. to a steel drum sure. uh, as a and uh, is an instrument that goes really well with a didgeridoo and i had and i bought it about a year and a half ago i played it for a month and then i put it uh, um I put it on the lo- in the loft, and I made it a must that every evening before going to sleep, I'm going to play at least five minutes. <laughs> and uh, and even if it's five minutes and I don't feel like it, I'm I'm just doing it. Yeah. And I see how much I've improved just in this week. I couldn't do what I can do after a week. Something I couldn't do when I started. I, there you go. Yeah. That's again to reinforce the importance of the process. Um, now. I would love uh, I would love to um listen to one of your points. Uh, if you can okay. you can choose you can choose which one. It's up to you. Um, of your book. I'm going to give you two titles and you tell me which one. All right, go for it. Dress or self-harm. The first is dress. Yeah. Self-harm. Um I will go with self-harm. Okay. Self-harm it is. I don't have slit wrists or marks on my arm, but I've lost count of the amount of times I've caused myself harm. I've just done it in ways that don't always raise the alarm. Plus, I tend to hide pain well with my calm demeanor, not eating well, but I'm not looking any leaner. I don't drink alcohol, but these energy drinks are even meaner on the mind and soul. Try to OD on paracetamol, but I'm still here, so I guess I didn't read my goal my health's taking its toll and i've lost control with my midnight snacking and my sleep's been lacking lay awake at night thinking about how i can put things right because everything seems to be going wrong i used to be strong but these days life just feels long i don't know if i can keep going on in this way i've been praying for better days and for me not to get swayed into putting an end to it all angel of death will come when he's ready i gotta wait for my call 
Meanwhile, I've got the Samaritans on a call telling me it's okay to fall, but don't jump, hang in there. There's no need to end it all. Some days we feel small, but other days we stand tall. I told them it's okay. I'm not suicidal. I just wish I was never born. This life has left me feeling torn. I'm tired of it all. You can see it in my yawn. I'm up at dusk and I'm up at dawn, but I'm also down at dusk and down at dawn. Try turning that frown upside down when I get up in the morning. I say good morning, even when it's not a good morning. Smile in the hope that it will keep me from falling into sadness. My GP said I'm depressed and showing signs of madness. Put me in for CBT, hoping therapy will cure it. Said I cause myself harm every time I try to endure it on my own without support. I need to eradicate this thought that I'm all alone when there is support. I need to abort this negative mindset and have my mindset on getting better, seeking help from others as we are stronger together. Self-harm like death is the destroyer of all pleasures. Can't destroy death, but let's kill self-harm so we can restore our pleasures. Thank you. Wow! <laughs> okay, I'm taking this down now. As I, I, got, I, got, I got a bit too excited right now. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Like, okay, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to cut this piece of the interview and just put it in a separate file. I'm like, no, uh, this is insane. This is incredibly good. And the reason why I asked this piece, it is because um, I think right now there are a lot of people that yeah. need to hear this message. Uh, yeah. Everyone oh. deals with isolation in different ways. Absolutely. And uh, uh, there are a lot of people that are not comfortable with themselves. Mm. And uh, this is uh, showing that even more because now if they're living on their own, they have nowhere else to turn. They can't get busy with other stuff. This is and, it. Uh, so uh, I really want to get this message out to as many people as possible because it was just another way which we can, they can receive a message of hope. Yeah, and, it's just another way, right? It's just words that have been artistically put together. But at the end of the day, it's the message that's in there. And sometimes when you remove musical instruments and you just hear words, you tend to pay attention more. That's, I guess, another reason why I like the spoken word a little bit more than, I guess, the mm. hip-hop. Because you'd focus more on that than the beat. Yeah, um, I, I can see I can see the flow. Like, the, the flow is very <laughs> hip-hop style. I, I can see you got a good rhythm there, but... You're right. I was totally focused. There, there, there was nothing else for me to be focused on other than yeah. the message. And not even like if the beat I was finding myself, okay, oh, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> I, it was in my mind. <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah. Samira, thank, thank you very much. Now, before we wrap up, I want to ask you to, uh, this is the part of uh, the interview we're, uh, called Lifting the Veil. Again, no pun yeah. intended. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> we are we ask all my guests to share something that they have uh, um, discovered. It can be a book or an app or a practice. Something can help you with your life or your business. That is worth sharing. Uh, what yeah. is that for you? So I've been catching up on a backlog of podcasts lately, and I have to say I really like George, the pod, um, his podcast. So it's on BBC, it's online, it's available across most platforms, and I love the way he puts together uh, poetry, spoken word, to tell stories, you know, about real life experiences so for me definitely that's very inspirational and worth a listen um for anybody who's george george the poet yeah he's George. Got amazing work yeah 
All right, that's brilliant. Georgia Poet, find it on, I mean, you're listening to this podcast, so very likely to like podcasts. So <laughs> check, check it out. The link is in the show notes. Make sure you uh, look at it right now. Now, Samira, thank you very much for being in this interview. Thank you for playing along. Thank you for being open and vulnerable. Uh, thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, if someone wants to buy the book, know more about uh, how they can work with you or contact you, uh, what's the best way? Yeah, first, thanks a lot for having me on. It's been great. Um, the book is available on Amazon, um, most platforms as well. So I'm using uh, Instagram, YouTube. So my poetical name is Sammy Rhymes, spelled S-A-M-I-R-H-Y-M-E-S. Uh, yes, I mean, if you hashtag or search that online, you're bound to find something with my on it. All right, that's brilliant. So 20-something, there is going to be the, uh, the, the link of the book is in the show notes. Make sure you get it right now. Uh, it is, you're at a taste of uh, what you might find in, in that book. And um, uh, definitely, if you resonated with that, if you, if you like poetry, get it, get it right now. And uh, also can become a really good gift for someone that uh, maybe you know that uh, is into poetry and they want to or they want to explore more of that field, then uh, buy the book and give them as a gift. And also there is going to be all the links uh, of social media so you can uh, connect with Samira, which is at Samira Imes. Um, you can find the link all in the show notes. Make sure you connect with her. Keep the conversation going. Uh, Samira, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on our show. You're absolutely fantastic. Thanks, Samioni. Likewise, it's been great. Thank you. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening or watching. Three things uh, before you leave. Uh, actually, no, two things before you leave. Number one is uh, subscribe to the show. If you haven't subscribed, you don't want to miss any other future episode. And number two, please leave us a review. Now, reviews are important for three reasons. One, uh, it is great for every guest that comes on the show to see the impact that they're making uh, for every person that listens. So if you write a review, let us know what is something particular that you enjoyed about this episode. So then we can send it to Samira. Second is that the more reviews you leave, then the more people will listen to this show. So if you like the work that we do, we've been around now for about two and a half years, almost three years, um, then your support is what keeps it going. So leave us a review, then we can keep growing the podcast. And the third reason why a review is important is for my ego. Uh, <laughs> it makes, <laughs> makes me feel good. So if that's the only reason why to make me feel good, please do that. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, now, jokes aside, thank you very much for being here today. Until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how we, you can help us grow the show. Also remember to download the Expert Business Checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. 
Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening and until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially.